Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right, here we go. Coming down three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at workingfanswrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the numbers 82designs, 482designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82designs, at F-O-U-R, 82designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Fans, welcome back for another week of the Working Fans Podcast. It's been a tough one this week, and other podcasts have done bigger tributes. But Dave, let's take a second to talk about the late Bobby Eaton. Probably one of the few wrestlers, I think, that not a bad word to be said about him. You're still you're still broken up about it. <laughs> we were moving some stuff around, and what's become obviously one of my calling cards. I have allergies this year. <laughs> so, 
check out the Kale and Marie interview on the Comedy Cast. Uh, I was going to think, you think COVID's kicking the U.S.'s ass allergies is coming down hard in the Smith household. Oh, man, it's hurting, baby. It's hurting me. But not as bad as Bobby. And I uh, felt that one, man. I was uh, definitely sad to hear about Bobby. It was one of those ones that when I uh, read it, like, I was like, whoa, it just hit me because I just wasn't expecting Bobby to pass away, even though, like, I think it's just because his wife had just passed away, too. So I just wasn't thinking about Bobby passing away. And Bobby was one of those, like, constants. Like, he was always great matches. And, yeah, you never heard a bad thing about him. And so you just, I don't know, you know, you maybe you kind of take guys like that for granted, right? It's just like you hate to think that he's going to go and you don't think about it. And then here he is. He's gone. I think that one of the scarier things is he was – he didn't exhibit the hard living of a wrestling life as much, right. but he's still dead at 62. That's young. Yeah. I heard something was said the other day on one of the podcasts that sometimes a lot of people who lose, you know, their significant others almost grieve themselves to death. And I know Bobby's been battling health issues anyway, as it is. And maybe just the impact and the loss of his wife, you know, kind of put it over the edge. Who's to say? I don't know. I don't know the man. But yeah, not a bad word. Everybody said that I heard listen to Irons podcast. It was tremendous. I haven't got a chance to listen to Cornette yet as we say this. I know you told me about it. And uh, that was a tough one. It. Anytime you hear Cornette breaking up and out of his usual character, it's uh, different. I saw it live on stage when he joined Jim Ross and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. That was just after Jan's death, and that was Another one of those times where you see the emotion come out of him. Obviously, he's been tied to Bobby Eaton for 30 years, over 30 years. Within the last couple of years, probably within the last five, I'd say, they had that Don't Tell Bobby show because Bobby's not on social media. They were able to promote this whole event, get all these people together just to honor him. And he was surprised that everybody was there for him. But I think that kind of speaks to his character. And Let's move away from the negative right now and talk about the positive. The first list I have is from Dave Fabe, fan of the show. He's got the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers versus the Midnight Express, Eaton and Condry. And that was the second WCCW on Eric Parade of Champions, May 5th, 1985. His second match is Rock and Roll versus the Freebirds, which was Buddy Roberts and Terry Gordy versus the Dirty White Boys, Len Denton and Tony Anthony versus the Midnight Express, Eaton and Condry in an elimination match, July 4th, 1985. That happened at the Sam Houston Coliseum. Third on his list, Crockett Cup 87 quarterfinal, the Midnights, Lane and Eaton versus the Road Warriors, November 4th, 1987. The Midnights won by DQ, and that's kind of wild considering how big the road warriors were at that point fourth on his list midnights lane and eaton versus the fantastics where they won the u.s tag title at the great american bash 1988 and number five shy town rumble cornet midnights lane and eaton defeat paulie dangerously jack victory and randy rose that is quite the list spanning that really mid-80s time Mm. yeah jack victory probably would have been filling in there there was the original midnight express so actually he would have been filling in for condry probably because it was condry and randy rose who were the original midnight express taking on eaton and lane and uh, the original midnight express were by uh paul paul dangerous here on that time they will pop up on another list too i don't know who that dave fave is but he sounds like a jobber all right get a better name kid all right i got some list here let's start off with 
the man they call Jesse from New Hampshire. All right, he's got the Road Wars versus Midnight Express scaffold match, 1986. He's That's got probably Midnight big for where Cornette blew out his knees. Yeah, Midnight Express versus Iron and Tully, September 10th, 1988. That probably was the title change, actually, Iron talks about when he was leaving to go to WWE. Then we got Iron, the TV title, Super Brawl 1. Uh, then we got the two out of three falls match he had with Flair at Clash of the Champions. And then the Dangerous Alliance versus Sting Squadron, War Games 92. That one always makes my list as well, Jesse. Nice. Yeah, I think we're going to see. I've already heard a couple that have popped up already. Now, next up, I got a list from Kevin Irvine, who pulled most of his selections from Cornette's Best of the Midnight's DVD. The first one, Midnight Express versus Road Warriors, 1486. Next one, Midnight Express versus Dusty and Magnum TA. That is May 4th, 1986. Midnight's versus Rock and Roll Express, 81686. That's a two out of three falls match. Midnight's versus Tully and Arn, 91088. That's when the Midnight's were going to be leaving the NWA, and they actually lost the titles to Tully and Arn on that. And hmm. it's a good thing that Cornette was able to include that on his collection. And the last one, Midnight's and Rock and Roll, 2-1-1986. Now, this mid this DVD first off, if you can go to cornetcollectibles.com and get it, it's highly worth it. But you see a lot of Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express. Mm. I like the Tully and Arn one because that's the one where they picked up the NWA championships, and it's cool to see them get that from the Midnight. Right. right. All right. Bobby Eaton. This is from Zach St. John. We got Bobby Eaton versus Ric Flair, Class of the Champions, two out of three falls. Versus Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers, Great American Bash 1990. They were known as the Southern Boys back then. Then we got the Midnights versus the Rock and Roll Express, Wrestle War 90. Then versus the Fantastics, Clash of the Champions. And then Pillman and Zink at Capital Combat. That's actually a very good one. A lot of people don't forget that Tom Zink and Brian Pillman made a pretty good team for a while. Actually won the U.S. tag titles. And they had a pretty good feud with the Midnights as well. Oh, yeah. They're definitely on this. some of these lists coming up. I'll give you Max Davis next. That's the first one I noticed. He's got Eaton and Arn, Super Brawl 1. We heard it er earlier for the TV title. He's got Eaton and Lane versus Pillman and Zank, Capital Combat 90 for those U.S. tag titles. He's got Eaton and Lane versus Condry and Rose, like we were talking about, Arcade 88. Eaton and Lane versus Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers, once yep. again, Great American Bash <laughs> 90. And Bobby Eaton versus Tom Zink, Starcade 90. That uh, Southern Boys, Bobby and Stan Lane match, that's also... Uh... Former guest of the show, uh, show there, JD. I think that was one of his favorite matches as well. Nice. Yeah, he was a big Tracy Smothers friend, right. friend and fan. Yes. Mike Flynn with a list here. Again, we got that Southern Boys versus Midnight Express, Great American Bash, 1990. He also has the Midnight Express versus Clash of, uh, versus the Fantastics, Clash of Champions 1. Bobby in versus Flair, Clash 15. That's the two out of three falls match. Bobby in versus the Rock and Roll Express, Mid-South, 1984. And then he's got Bobby Eaton versus Iron Anderson, Super Brawl 91. He added so many to choose from, but tried to give him his due as a singles as well as a tag. Sad day. And I that's one of those things I was thinking, was his tag run going to overshadow his singles run? Because, I mean, honestly, Bobby Eaton was not a great talker. So right. that's part of why he worked so good in the Midnight yeah. Express, besides his teamwork with Stan Lane, Dennis Condry, and yeah. his actions with Cornette. Yeah, and also, too, let's not also forget, too, he also had a great tag team with Iron Anderson for a little while as well. Yes, he so, did. So. And coming up, I've got a list from Alan King. 
He's got Eaton versus Arn again, Super Brawl 1. Two, Midnight's versus Arn and Tully, that 9-10-88 show. Flair versus Eaton, Clash 15, two out of three falls. The Fantastics, Fulton and Rogers versus Eaton and Lane for the tag titles. And Eaton and Lane versus Condry and Rose, Arcade 88. We're starting to see some repeat matches here, and a lot of them seem to be Midnight Express. Eaton yeah, and I mean, pops up a lot. I mean, that's his best best work right there obviously is with uh i mean some would argue condry right i'm a lane guy i think most people like condry condry eaton and Cornette. i think we all love them all but i think that's the one people tend to lean towards i thought stan lane really added something with the little martial arts kicks he would do and stuff like that yeah yeah if you're listening to the show get at us in the comments which version of the midnights did you prefer more was it eaton and lane or was it eaton and condry i got randy oscar here he's got a list he's got bobby and versus flair class of the champions Bobby Eaton versus Anderson, Super Brawl, TV title victory for Bobby. Then he's got Bobby Eaton and Sabu versus Ian Anderson and Terry Funk. ECW when worlds collide, May 14th, 1994. He's also got Bobby Eaton versus Terrence Taylor. WCW Halloween Havoc, October 27, 1991. And Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane versus Gibson and Morton. NWA Wrestle War, February 25th, 1990. Wow, that's a good list. Now... I got to be honest, I didn't come up with a list for this because I couldn't think of specifically five Bobby Eaton matches particularly that I liked. Mm. I was always a fan of his in the ring. I was watching WCW a lot around that time. So tag teams or singles, I, it didn't matter to me. When he was in the ring, I was a fan. I just I mm. couldn't come up with specific matches. And you know me, I don't like to lie to the people. But next up, I've got a list from don't mind me i'm doing some research right here for the for the podcast. We got a little run in there but <laughs> my next list is from dame ladford and he's got eaton and sabu versus arn and terry funk ecw when worlds collide 1994 he's got too cold and bagwell versus eaton and benoit slambery 93 going with those deep cuts He's got Arn and Eaton versus the Steiner brothers, Super Brawl 2, and that would be a year after Super Brawl 1 where they faced each other. Fourth so, on the list, Morton and Rich versus Eaton and Lane, Halloween Havoc 1990, and last up, Road Warriors, Lane, Eaton, and Dr. Death versus Fatu, Samu, and the Freebirds. Hayes, Gordy, Garvin, Great American Bash 1989, what you got for me, Dave? I was going to say, uh, so spoiler, actually, one of those matches, because I had put together my 5 through one earlier, and I was trying to remember a match before we went on, and they just mentioned it. That's what I was looking up. That was actually the sound you heard. I was trying to be discreet about So I'll get to that when I get to my list eventually. But yes, so you picked one of those matches. So that's all right, yeah, I'm all out of list, so hit me with what you got. All right, see, what do we got left here? We left off with my man Randy Osga, I believe. We got Dan Backley here from Cage My IQ. He's got Bob Eaton versus Iron, Eaton and Flair, Midnight versus Rock and Roll Express, Express versus Iron and Tully, and Express versus Warriors. Didn't really give us any dates, but we know the matches. It's all good. And then uh, I'll go right into my list. The match that I was trying to look up was from Super Brawl 2. It was Bobby and Iron versus the Steiners, and I'll put that in my top one there. And then I got Flair at the Clash as well. I also got that Iron TV title reign. And I got War Games because, come on, you know I'm always going to have that Dangerous Alliance Stink Squadron match on there. And finally, I also I took a page from Zach. I like that Pillman Zinc 
pairing at Capital Combat. Thought that was a hell of a match. And I bet if we asked AJ his favorite version of the Midnight Express, he would say it's definitely Condry and Rose. <laughs> he probably would say something that. about uh, something has me thinking that. Now I didn't mark these down, but Eaton versus Arn was on a lot of them. Eaton versus Flair was on a lot of them, which is funny because like his tag team work is so phenomenal. But yeah, we had a lot of the we had those two singles matches go over and over again. And I think I think we should include them both. Yeah, and it's weird that a man so known for tag team wrestling gets two singles matches in the top in the top three now. God, I'm looking the rest of these over, and uh, there was I, such a spread of teams that they faced. Right. Those Fantastics from Class 1 made it. That Southern Boys match there made it. Let's give it to uh, the Southern Boys, because I think I heard that just a little bit more than the Fantastics. Yeah, it's funny, though, we don't have the Rock and Roll Express Road Warriors on here, though, too. But that's how it all bounces. I'm going to say, God, man, it's hard. Like That tag team match is really good, but... I'm going to bounce the tag matches, man. I think we need to put this down to Bobby's two singles matches. I think those were so big in his career, and I think they got a lot of votes. Yeah, and I think, God, it's so tough because you know him as such a member of the Midnight Express, but like, I'm sure even when he looks back at his own wrestling legacy or when he did, he would kind of want to stand out in that singles vein. So let's go with the two singles matches and... God, which one? See, I'm such an Arn Anderson fan that I gotta go eat an Arn. I have a problem with that. Ian Arn, Super Brawl. He also was Bobby's shining moment. It was his big singles title. He got the TV title for a little while there. That match with Flair was so good, though. But and just to see him going for a world title is amazing. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. Since it's a tribute to Bobby, let's uh, let's round it up with the fact that let's put his his TV title, his big singles title victory, as number one. That's the winner. That's how we're going out. We're going out on a high. Fans, you know what the music means. Bobby Eaton versus Arn Anderson. Super Brawl 1 for that TV title is the winner this week. And Dave, let's let's just talk a little wrestling now. We got the 531 out of the way. I know you got to go back out and hit those stores, but God, this weekend, we'll be talking about it tomorrow. God, when you guys hear this, this will have been last Saturday. Right, right. We're but, uh, so we're we're hours away from AEW Rampage. Yeah, and, that's uh, up tonight. And are you excited? The we got the Impact title being defended. Yeah, what it's so kind different. What surprises right? could they have? It's so different. Who would have thunk that? Right, the Impact World Championship is being defended by Kenny Omega against Christian Cage <laughs> on the debut of AEW Rampage. It's such a random match that you never would have thought would have happened. Like. Six months ago. Right. And then 24 hours from then, he's going to be defending the AAA Mega Campeonato in Mexico City at Triple Mania. And God, it's such an exciting time for wrestling. We got Rampage. We got Triple mm. Mania. We got the New Japan Resurgence card where even, uh, even the NXT people being released, as much as that sucked for those guys, like. There's going to be a huge influx of talent now that's going to be out there in independent wrestling. And WWE's still got plenty of talent on, you know, whether how they book them, that's one thing. But, I mean, there's just so much talent out there right now that's going to get spread out. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I know former snubber of the show, Alex Zane, is back on the indies, and he is on a GCW show in L.A., highest in the room. That's the same show that's got Jacob Fatu, Jordan Oliver's on it. Too Cold Scorpio. 
Highest in the room. I thought that was you and Josh Lucas. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Friend of the show, Josh Lucas. Friend of the show, Josh Lucas. And yeah, then man. you got the NEW show, which how excited are you to be going to Poughkeepsie? You're going to see Mike Verna versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Former guest of the show, Mike Verna. I don't know if I'm ever excited to go to Poughkeepsie, but I am excited to see the show. There's a lot of great talent, a lot of great people from the meet and greet there. You know, Cody Rhodes, Big Show, uh, Eddie Kingston. I mean, so much. Jerry Lawler, you know, is going to be there. So, so much talent. Darby Allen will be there. (laughs) Darby Allen will be there. (laughs) I'm I'm excited to see, um, though, just to see like Friday night. Maybe it's going to be like Destination Wrestling Night, huh? Yeah, well, between tonight and tomorrow night, or yeah, Friday night with SmackDown and Rampage, that's going to be a block of wrestling on two channels, two different federations. We're getting lucky with things now. Like, remember the days it was one show once a week, sometimes two or three, if you could find them, if you had that particular channel. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, just on YouTube, there's a ton of stuff up. Uh, championship wrestling from Georgia is popping up. With I saw that. Yeah. Former guest of the show, Logan Creed. We've got Atomic Revolutionary Wrestling, where last week's guest, Jody Morton, has wrestled. And if you haven't checked out their pay per views on Fight, go check them out. They've got one already out, one upcoming. What you got, is, Dave? Is this Indie Wrestling with an Edge? What show is this? <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got a lot of promotions there. I'm. I'm impressed with your knowledge, sir. We that might be a spinoff podcast idea. Indie wrestling with an edge, you know. It, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, it just doesn't have that panache that we're looking for. But nah, if you think nah, about nah. it, too, we've got Florida Gulf Coast wrestling that we work with, and we're in we're in talks to be back in that knockout fold. We'll see how that shakes out. Rob says he's got negotiations. Negotiations are hot and heavy as we speak, <laughs> baby. Yeah, boys. <laughs> yeah, hottest free agents game. If you have a business. Or if you want to advertise with us, feel free. Friend of the show, Vinny Berry's got a book coming out soon. We've got 482 Productions that makes our stickers, our shirts, and coming soon, our business cards. Wait till you get those shits under your windshield wiper on your car. You'll be loving it. Yeah, I'm about to get Zach St. John on the show at some point, too. Friend of the show, about to be on here. Check out the Combat Cat podcast with Chevy. We're fucking hopping. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we've got the Combat Cast, the Wrestling Podcast, the Comedy Cast. Guys, twenty doing commentary. Yeah, commentary. This year has been big, and as we're coming into that fall time, it's only going to get busier. We're coming up on our two-year anniversary. What are we going to do for that show? We don't know yet. Fuck you, Delta variant. (laughs) But despite the Delta variant, we'll still get an episode out there. And guys, if you want to see a segment, if you want to hear us talk about anything in particular, we're going to start reviewing shows. Get at us. Let us know what you want to see. As always, thank you for watching, and we will see you next. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, 
Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 